We continue the conversation on the talking point, and like I said, I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. Your reflections on, you know, the break-ins that have been taking place targeted at some SACP leaders. Um, uh, we had um, uh, Solima Baila talking about it this morning. Well, what do you think is at play there? And, you know, I mean, how do we create a situation where people are just generally safer in this country? Does it begin and end with better policing? And and part of the reason why I'm saying that is because one looks at the different testimonies that have come from with officials in the Gauteng Health Department, many of which are many of whom rather are are scared to be speaking about. Um, their own experiences are scared about what could happen next to them after the killing of, of Babita Diokaran. And ultimately, they're all saying that that killing has silenced them because it has shown, it has shown them exactly how serious those who don't want information to be out there, how far they're willing to go. So in a situation like this, what can we do to make sure people that are seen to have information, to make sure that they are better protected. What are the steps that we as a society can be taking in that regard? But yeah, like I said, uh, an incredibly concerning situation when you think about what the families of these individuals have been put through, the ordeals that they have had to survive in the midst of um, all of these very targeted attacks. All right, so let's get straight into our thinking point then. And I was referencing um, the municipal watch feature we had, and we're talking about drilling boreholes. We have heard some ridiculous stories in the country, particularly over the past year, where water has become such a necessity of how much it's actually costing those at a local government level to dig up these boreholes well i'm going to invite into the conversation colin rice he is a drilling consultant and president of the borehole association colin good morning to you i didn't even know that we had an entire association of boreholes good morning to you good morning kathy thank you very much for uh, the invitation to join you on your show uh yeah the borehole water association is a it's a, a voluntary association of, of people involved in the water well industry. Uh, so it involves drilling contractors, pump installers, um, manufacturers of different kinds, uh, consultants, and many, many individuals. Mm. And the, the purpose really is to try to, to educate uh, uh, the man in the streets on, on groundwater and how it can be sustainably uh, uh, developed. So, uh, yes, it's a very active organization, but a very small organization. Mm. Colin, as I was saying earlier, there have been big questions about how much it actually costs to dig up boreholes in South Africa. Run us through the basic costs of a borehole that, you know, you would find in uh, a township or in a village. Uh, Kathy, it's a... 
it, it's a difficult question, and, and uh, it all sounds too complicated. <clears throat> Doing a borehole um, uh, uh, involves... Hello, Colin. All right, I seem to be losing Colin Rice there. Colin, I'm going to ask you if you can just move around a bit um, so that we can get a better connection to you. All right, I've completely lost uh, Colin Rice there. He seems to be in, a, in an area that doesn't have great uh, connection. So we'll try and reestablish contact with uh, Colin Rice. We'll then also have on the line uh, the MEC for Cocta in KZN Sipothomuga. For now, let's take a quick break. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. Uh, Colin, I understand that we have you back on the line. Can you hear me loud and clear? Yes, I've got you, Kathy. I apologize. The signal where I am is not terribly good. I apologize. No, no. Don't move from where you are now because I can hear you clearly. So you were telling us about how the costs of digging boreholes is quite complicated. Uh, y- yes, it is. Uh, drilling, drilling a water borehole, for, for a start, uh, uh, I, I prefer not to call it a borehole. I prefer mm. to call it a water well. A borehole, uh, we, we, we drill a borehole to produce water because we want a, a sustainable water resource. We want something that's going to last for a number of years, something that produces possible water, um, uncontaminated, and it gives us a, a long-term supply of water. So drilling the hole is only one part of it. Um, uh, equipping the borehole, uh, um, that means putting the correct uh, depth of casing into the hole, Developing the hole, these are all processes that go together with, with drilling a borehole, and they can add significantly to the, to the cost. The other important thing is that I, I guess we can consider it in two different ways. If you consider a, a, a normal landowner like yourself or myself um, who, who wanted a borehole at home to water our garden or, or whatever, we would, we would get a drilling contractor who would turn up and basically, he would decide where to drill based on where he gets drilling machine in. So there's no real science in terms of where he drills. And he'll drill if he gets water. We're lucky. If he doesn't, then we consider ourselves unlucky. In a large-scale project uh, uh, for a series of villages or a municipality, for example, all of the drilling would be, uh, 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 would be preceded by a very, very important study of where boreholes should be drilled, where they should be sited. And that can add significantly to the cost of that project. So it's not merely a cost of drilling. Um, one's got to look at the project in its entirety, um, the diameter of the hole, the depth of the hole, the size of pump that's installed, all of these are factors that can greatly affect the final cost of that borehole. So, um, so, so basically, are you saying that there is no way to work out what an average cost of a borehole could be? Uh, because I'm, I'm listening to, to, to what you're saying and I'm thinking about the context that, that we have had. And, you know, w- with the particular community that we're talking about, there were no studies that were undertaken in terms of trying to determine where the appropriate place to, uh, you know, dig these boreholes would be. In fact, you know, they just rocked up and dug holes and left some of them open. Yeah, that, that, that sounds 
unfortunately, Kathy, it's it's not untypical, but it's very very concerning that 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 happens. Um, you know, again, if you come back to the little analogy I, g- I gave a while ago, if mm-hmm. if, if you or I employ a contract to drill a borehole in our garden, uh, uh, we take the risk. It's our money that we spend. When it's public money, I think one has to be very much more circumspect and very much more careful. You cannot just employ a contractor and ask him to drill a, a borehole. Um, w- w- without without sounding too too dramatic, um, it's very simple for a contractor to 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 come along onto a site, uh, drill a hole to 50 meters, and say, "Oh, sorry, guys, there's no water. Uh, please pay me." And then he can move on and draw the next one. Mm. It, it's got to be properly planned, um, particularly if it's if it's a large scale project and if it's going to to supply communities with water. Um, and um, uh, uh, as I say, it, it's uh, uh, it adds to the cost, but the planning of that project is absolutely critical. Mm. To come back to your question, Kathy, it's it's not it's not possible to to say that a ball will cost. 150,000 rand or, or 180,000 rand. Um, I, I've seen boreholes uh, um, on mines, dewatering boreholes that have cost four and a half million rand. Um, so it's very, very much dependent upon uh, uh, the depth, the size, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and the way the borehole is equipped. But but to, to give you some idea, and, and again, I, I don't want this to be misconstrued, to give you some idea, in KwaZulu-Natal, um, uh, I would guess that to drill to drill a borehole would cost between 300 and 400 rand per meter. Okay. So a 100 meter borehole, the borehole that is the hole in the earth, mm. would would cost in the order of 30 to 40 thousand rand. Uh, um, sorry, Colin, I'm going to I'm going to pause you right there. Sure. Uh, it's just after 9:30. I'm going to go to news and we'll continue uh, the conversation with you after this. Colin Rice is a drilling consultant and president of the Borehole Water Association. Nomsa Mtuli standing by with the latest look at your headlines. Nomsa, good morning. on SAFM. We continue the conversation. We're talking the cost of boreholes with Colin Rice. He's a drilling consultant and president of the Borehole Association. I'll be taking your calls shortly on 011-714-2006. We were expecting to also have the MEC of Cocta in KwaZulu-Natal, Sipotlomuka, come onto the show. It looks like he is no longer uh, going to be available for this interview. We just received word from um, his communications team that he is no longer available so yeah we'll have to leave it there and hopefully get him on at at another time hopefully get him on at at another time because we still need to know what the 33 million rand that was spent on boreholes 44 of them uh what 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 the result or the outcome of that actually was so colin you were trying to run us through just some of what would be very uh, basic cost but also just rough estimates from from your side uh, yes, Kathy. Um, I, I think it's very important to preface what I what I'm, I'm saying with uh, um, the 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 proviso that it's it uh, cost will vary from region to region and contractor to contractor. Uh, but but as a ballpark, as a as a rough estimate, I I would guess that that to drill a borehole, uh, a borehole roughly six inch, six and a half inches in diameter about 150 to 160 millimeters in diameter, 
which is a typical uh, a size that is drilled for, for small uh, supplies, uh, would, would cost between 300 and 400 rand a meter. Um, I, I would guess probably closer to 350 than 400, but that order of magnitude. So a 100-meter borehole would cost in the order of, say, 35 to 40,000 rand. Mm. In addition to... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Kathy. So, so if if you are paying seven hundred and thirty thousand rand for a borehole, what are you getting out of it? So, you know, w- when you hear that kind kind of amount, what what kind of project do do you think about? Well, at at that at that figure, I would expect that that was a project um, that was carefully designed and planned with a. A, a very clever group of uh, uh, hydrogeologists who planned and sited boreholes, who had supervised the drilling of those boreholes. I would expect those boreholes to be um, to be well drilled uh, with, with a high rate of success. We must remember that not every borehole that's drilled finds water. Uh, uh, many boreholes that are drilled uh, don't produce sufficient water to equip them. They don't produce sufficient water to put a pump in. Um, and and so they would, uh, I, I guess, be considered failures. They mm. they dry boreholes. So so I would expect a, a high number of successful boreholes. Um, uh, I would expect them to be well equipped with uh, with with electric pumps, with submersible pumps. Uh, uh, hand pumps would be far less costly to install. And I would expect them to be fairly large diameter boreholes as well. Obviously, the larger the diameter of the borehole. Um, the, the, the larger the pump can be installed in it. And if the borehole is capable of producing sufficient water, you can pump a greater volume of water. Mm. So, so those are the kinds of things that you would, you would look at. Um, but but to, to really evaluate the, the, uh, uh, um, the economics of a project like that, one would have to, have to dig fairly deeply into the cost structures, um, how the project was costed, um, how it was drilled, and, and so on. There, there are a number of questions one's got to ask. All right. Colin Rice, let me thank you so much uh, for coming onto the show, sharing just some of your expertise with us. A drilling consultant and president of the Borehole Water Association. He says if you're spending that much money on a borehole, he anticipates that, uh, you know, there's a high likelihood of success and that those boreholes would be... Um, drilling water and unfortunately that has not been the case at least what we were told last week is that um you know in in some instances you just have holes that were dug up and um nothing nothing else you just have empty holes and of course community members also raising concerns about this it's it's an ongoing problem in our municipalities and yet there there doesn't seem to be a, a clear way of actually fixing it it, it we don't have answers in terms of how projects like this are going to become even more effective. 33 million rand has been spent in the name of these boreholes, and yet the villages where they were dug up still don't have access to water. These boreholes are still not functioning. So where did that 750 or around, you know, estimated 735 to 750,000 rand. Where did it go? Where did it all go? We're hoping the MEC would bring us some of those answers. And unfortunately, like I said, uh, he is now unavailable to join us on the show. Well, let me take your calls. Mike, you're calling us from Middleburg. Good morning, Mike. Uh, 